0: Here are your hosts, Bra and James. You are always scum.
1: Rebel scum. Boom. That crash Boom.
0: gets me every time.
1: I uh, I learned something fun this week, James. Uh, similar in the vein of your murder of Porgs. I just got to pull My up...
0: My murder porgs?
1: <laughs> yeah, murder of porgs. A group of porgs is a murder.
0: Yeah, but that was Ryan Johnson, not murder. me. Not so much me, but okay,
1: sure. Hey, I'm just saying it's in the same vein <laughs> of the idea. Uh okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think I've heard this before, but uh I believe a group of wookies is a glade.
0: Ooh, a glade.
1: Where is it? It's cake.
0: Glaze cake. Hey Pauline, hey kicking you. Yeah,
1: a, a glaze like a cake. No, glade like Group of trees. Um where is it? That's
0: so random.
1: Where is it? Where is it? It's in the new oh. uh Claudia Graves books. Oh, sorry, not Glade. A grove. A grove of Wookiees. A, grove. a group of Wookiees is a uh, uh, grove. And a group of droids is a Tinker. I feel like I've heard those ones before, but further on a group of huts is a bulge. And <laughs> And apparently right. a group of Jedi is an illumination. An illumination of Jedi. Boom. There you have cool. it. You don't need to read the books. We will read them for you.
0: I thought like a group of Jedi would be a would be Jedi. Here come those Jedi.
1: Here comes that. <laughs> here comes that uh, harumph of Jedi. But like we grew up where there was only one. <laughs> so it was like, what? A group of Jedi? Impossible. So
0: as far as I know, there's still only one. Like, but um a <laughs> bulge says pony Yeah. Brock, big big day today. I don't know if yeah. you saw the announcement, but Mortal Kombat 2 was announced. Mm. They are making a sequel to Mortal Kombat. Big day. Sweet. Yeah. Big day for Ooh, the la, number one for the uh, one of the highest movies. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we're gonna talk chapter five, book of bobes. Boom coming up but it's we just gotta let everyone know spoilers we're going we're going hard on the spoilers so if you haven't seen chapter five you're gonna want to pause this watch chapter five on a different window and then come back while you uh you watch it i watched it earlier today you saw it before i did Mm. brock and you you uh sent me a text before the titles even announced, it's perfect, is what I believe you wrote to me. Yeah, uh, earlier
1: today. Yeah, it was it was solid. Uh, yeah, this is like if you have not watched this trailer, or trailer, if you have not watched this episode, you're gonna want to not pay attention to us for the next hour because. This is a really good episode, and no one should ruin this for you. Uh, Is it the best episode? I don't know, but man, I was like, yeah, and it was, um, yeah, Uh, Mandalorian, Uh, what's his even name, Jed, uh, Jed, Jed? Uh, the Mando Mando is in this episode, and it's a large chunk of him. Like, I would argue the entire episode is <laughs> fantastic.
0: Uh, you know, when that theme happened last week, mm-hmm. I didn't clue into it immediately because I'm just so used to the Mandalorian music and a and the mm. star Wars shows. So I never even, it didn't even like hit me when people are like, Oh my God, the music I'm like, but what it was the Mandalorian music. I was like, Oh yeah, Boba Fett's different. It was just like weird where I didn't even like connect them. And then I was like, well, what if, you know, the way that these shows go, it's like, maybe he won't come right away. And uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no Mando didn't just Mando. Like the, the, it opened with Mando. And I was like, okay, it's going to open with Mando and then he's going to go to Boba Fett." no, 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 it was, it, it was, It was. as Kicking Air just says right now, it was the best Mandalorian episode yet. I, 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 will, I actually won't disagree with that, and I won't disagree that it was probably the best book of Boba Fett we've gotten either. Because all, you know, season one of Mandalorian, season two of Mandalorian, and this season of Boba Fett, they all seem to be growing and I said this last week where I thought this was the strongest of all the shows that we've gotten the series. And it continues on that trajectory of just like they've, they've the first season of amando is so good, but it's like, they are just, they kind of like figured it out. And now they're at a point where they can do stuff. And I know, you know, it's slow, blah, 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 But people don't like, people definitely don't like storytelling, right? Because pew, pew, pew sells clearly. But like, we're at a point now where it just keeps getting better and better. And then, you are allowed to have an episode like this about a character who's not even in this series and the name of the series isn't even in the episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's just sort of like oh they're doing it we kind of like we knew that these would these crossover. these uh, shows would cross over at some point but they did it and they went out like uh I, straight off the bat like i was psyched when i Turned on Disney Plus because even just on the splash page, like new episode of Mandalorian, and the picture of I guess it's that bar on whatever yeah. like, the, the Elysium planet, whatever they with the, the town that's just going in a circle like this. Um, I was just like the picture, that image of whatever that gang leader. Is, like, yeah, that's sick. Um, so I was psyched about that, but then it I like. For a second, when you see in the that uh, plant, uh, through the plastic of, like, it's like, well, that's definitely a Mandalorian. Is it the Mandalorian? And you're like, no. And you're like, no. Nope, yeah. It was just, like, flex. And just like, yeah. So I was, like, in immediately. And I was like, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that like that got me right at the beginning was when he's like talking to this uh clatoonian i don't know, gangster or whatever he was i like like i've said before i like putting the subtitles on because you do see a lot of d- more details if you have it on it's just like um, it says Kaba bays and like who are you it's like i'm looking for Kaba bays it's like he's not here i'm like the subtitles it says it right there. It's him. <laughs> not that it matters, right? I was just like. No. I often wonder if that's intentional that they've done that. Like, not that that character is like a huge reveal or anything. <laughs> I just it was great. Yeah.
0: That was a good. That opening was a nice uh, homage, if you will, to the first episode of The Mandalorian. I could bring you in warm. I could bring <laughs> yeah. you in cold. It yeah, was, it was great. You know, it was um. It's funny though because we've had two seasons of The Mandalorian, and when oh. he showed up, it was like, oh yeah, we're back. We got like it was like it was like comfort food. You know, it was like oh yeah, yeah we're back to this. I got this. I love this. We're we're, we're in, and I. So Pauline just mentioned wielding. let Din has the uh, dark saber yeah. in this episode. He's obviously wielding it, uh, but he's not the ruler of. Of Mandalore, obviously, because he didn't. I don't really know, but there's a whole thing. But they did, uh, they did a this was proof that you can have a backstory that unfolded through years on Clone Wars and whatnot and just kind of have it wrapped up in a sentence and be like, Hey, this is the deal, and this is proof that you can do it. And new fans are going to go for it, and old fans are going to be like.
1: Yeah, it's like there's there was like no waiting on it's like no this is happening in real time. This is like we're picking up right where we left off Mandalorian season 2. The fact that like he knows how to wield it cuz he's he's the mando. He knows how to do melee weapons, he knows how to do guns, whatever. But like it's awesome how it's like he can he like he can he can swing it like any other like melee weapon, but it is a lightsaber, and he does, he's not familiar with that. Like I love that he hurts himself with it. Like I feel like we haven't really ever seen that where like a non Jedi with a lightsaber hurts themselves. You know, <laughs> it's like he's like here, here, have a knife, and you're like, oh, ow. <laughs> like I like that. Like huge. That was great. So it's sort of like, I still have it, but it's sort of on the fence. But then, like, did you ever expect to see the armor back again? And then the heavy, what we were calling the heavy Mandalorian, like, they're back. And it's like, it's awesome. I don't think they name the armor, but like, yeah, they yeah, name. No. Do they?
0: They named, they named Paz Vizsla. I like, know, that's first, what i getting yeah.
1: to. No, the name like, was
0: named in the first season,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's just, like, boom. We have names, like, perfect. Like, and it's such a, it's a funny, like, dialogue between, like, like that that whole scene with the armor and Paz Vizla and Din <laughs> it's, like, what, five, eight minutes long, whatever, ten minutes, and it's, like... It's like we're with you now now there's three of us so like it's like thank you for your sacrifice. It's like no problem, you're here and look, you brought the th- it's like here's here, make this what looked like chainmail for Grogu. who's like, but also I want that sword. Oh, you took your helmet off. you're out. go go <laughs> to this like destroyed planet and bathe in the the waters of Lake Minnetonka and become pure again. like it's just like what? <laughs> But he's like, yeah, I'll go do that. Um, so many things. just that scene alone is just like that. Like you, when they could have stopped the episode there and be like, cool. Um, live action, man, Mandal- Concord Dawn, I, I believe. i It's like the Moon Concordia they were talking about, but like I think the domed one is where Concord Dawn is. Stop me if I'm wrong, but like something we've only seen technically in Clone Wars. Uh, and rebels now is like live action. That was awesome. What did you think of that? I mean, it, it was just you know, CG, but whatever.
0: Well, yeah. Well, what, well they weren't really going to go there and shoot it. Yeah. I <laughs> I loved it. Like I said, I thought it was just like this episode. I don't know what their plans are for everything, but they're laying a lot of groundwork in the, mm-hmm. like the series, like. You know, you learn about the Tusken Raiders, you learn about the the Pikes. You le- there's all these things going on that have been going on, but it hasn't been in the forefront. And like, unless you're a diehard, you won't really know or care. And now these are things, and they're establishing the Star Wars world that was established in Legends more than anything, but they're establish- establishing it now as this thing. And so now you have, you know, the Clone Wars that we saw. And you, yeah, when you get to go there, that was watching those ties go down. I was like, oh, we're in Star Wars. We're watching Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I love seeing it. Um, I, I I love animation, but there's something about, I don't know, maybe it's just from a child. There's something about live action that just, uh, I don't know. It's, it it one-ups it for me. I have nothing against it. I love animation, like I said. Um, but, um, yeah, there's just something about seeing it live action that I would watch an entire series about what we just – about that flashback,
1: I loved like oh, when they showed the uh, the, the night of a thousand tears or whatever they called it. It's like, uh, it's like everything's destroyed, and then K2SO droids are walking around like T1000s and like Judgment Day. I was like, This is awesome! <laughs> yeah, Which is I, like, yes.
0: <laughs> I gotta bring up with this episode and the the series of Mandalorian did too, but this episode was the one where they. I, I, I um, I texted a friend Sheldon, and I just said, "This is like this was peak Star Wars in that it, 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 original trilogy, sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy was like blowing your off your face, but then it had the video game, it had Fallen Order, the droid, BD One, yeah. like it was like." Any, everything star wars it was just like throwing it at your face and it was it was all fan service but it all served the story yeah, yeah. you know it's like and it was like that was awesome and paul asked me how i felt about the naboo fighter and how do you think i felt i was on the treadmill <laughs> watching this thing i almost threw my ipad across the room i was like oh my god like i actually text uh because right before you told me about it then well, not not. But you just said you loved it. And then right before I started watching it, Fantasia, who hates Star Wars, said you are gonna love this episode. I was like, oh yeah. Well, I love them all. And then when when I saw the tarp over it, I just said, uh, shut the f up <laughs> to Andrew because I couldn't. I was like, they're not going there. They're not going there. <laughs> and they went. I mean, yeah, it's all it's all like silver and chrome, just like the Razor Crest, because that's the Mandalorian thing. But um, yeah, it was. Um, rock just they just they they hit you over the head with star wars you know yeah just like they smack you and and no regrets on that
1: yeah like it was just it was great like it's i know the show was canceled but then like or it's on hold or whatever they want to call it like when mando takes his new ship up into To the atmosphere to fly around the planet, and then he gets pulled over by X-wing cops, and I'm like, "This is this a setup for the for like (laughs) Rangers of the New Republic? Like, still make that show, just make it." Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that. I, but I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like the one thing I did say to Sheldon was I said Favreau like cemented himself as George Lucas in this episode. I thought. Um, obviously Mandalorian won 2, the show. And then he goes, what about Flowney? I said, well, it's like the marriage of the two because there's only, it can only be one George Lucas and it's going to take two minds. But it's like this, just watching it, you get giddy because this is like, this is what Lucas wanted to do. This is like, if he could have done this 10 years ago, he would have been all over this. The hate would have been astronomical just like it is now, but he would have been all over this. You would have had all this. These characters, like you said, those cops from Mandalorian show up. It's like, why are they showing up? Maybe they're going. Maybe they're the Rangers of the New Republic, or maybe they're just going to be hanging out in these shows, and they're just going to be Rangers in these shows, and they're just going to keep popping up once in a while, like uh, Rose and Kratos and But why did they change the anyway? Whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, like these characters keep showing up, and it's awesome. And um, uh, so I think anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, I lost my train of thought, Brock. But, um, I looked over at the chat and I saw my name and I saw that, uh, somebody might live near me. Kicking
1: yard does live near me. Detective Pauline, anyways, uh, like (laughs) I liked it a lot. I I just know what was cool about this episode, just like the little details of things, like not like Star Wars lore per se, but like. When he has to go on this like uh, commercial flight to Tatooine because he doesn't have a ship, and he's got the like young Rodian in front of him who he meets, he sees later <laughs> flying through space, and like uh, just I don't know like the now like the droid from um, uh, from uh, Galaxy's Edge is like in every scene now as like the, uh, putting his weapons away like the, when he. Just, like, that whatever this, like, space station city is where it's, like, in a circle. Like, I want to know more about, like, all that. It's, like, it looks awesome. Like, it looks great. <laughs> it's, like, it looks beautiful. And then, like, when you have the scene with the Clatoonian, and it's, like, it's just, like, regular people with dog masks on. It's just, like, huh. But that's, like, that was one of the characters you see in Job the Hut. So, it's, like, well, they probably look like this. Um... I loved it, like that scene of like Paz vesla the armor, and Din d- 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 didn't <laughs> J- didn't Jaren like like I feel like that conversation gave us more information about like who the Mandalorians are in the entire two seasons of Mandalor. I was just our Mandalorian. It's just like oh, like it was great. It was just like like the part where she's like the. the- for thirty years, and we've ruled for ten thousand. That's nothing. <laughs> uh, what, and then, like that, just made me think of like what um, uh, Pelé. Is it Pelé? Pelé Moto? Um, she says like, "You want this shit? This is pre Galactic Empire, so it's not on the grid." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." Um, uh, but I liked also when he said about. Like he yeah, has the best guard spear. Like I loved all the things he had. I'm like, oh yeah, that was this and that. It's like it's like all the stuff from the last season just starts rushing back to you. And
0: when he was going into the doorway to get to the other to the armorer, I
2: yeah. was
0: like, Yo, is his is his spear good I thought I was waiting for a comedy bit with his spear not gonna get, <laughs> I he had to get in Yeah, it's thinking of they didn't do that, obviously, but I was like, oh, "How's he gonna get to That was the most intense feeling I had watching any of these Star Wars shows. Was is he gonna make it in the doorway? He did. He did.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I love like how she explains, like, "Oh, well, Bascard's only for armor, it's not for. It's like it stops Jedi. It's like, well, we use it for our armor, not for weapons." I'm like, "That's cool. I like that idea. I never thought about it like that." Uh, but like, uh, yeah, like it. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise. It's created by the same people that did The Mandalorian. So it's like, I wrote notes. I'm like, Maffael, he's in New Republic jail. I'm like, of course he is. They, they arrested him. <laughs> I was just like, yes, details, 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 details. Um, but uh, yeah, like, what else do I got here? I love that they don't shy away from mentioning Grogu. Like, he's like, please make this thing for Grogu. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's then,
0: no, go on.
1: And then to like end the episode, like, "I'll come help you for free, but first I have to go see somebody." Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hondo, he has oh. to see Hondo.
1: Oh man, that'd be amazing. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah, like I, I'm very curious. I really hope this isn't like we go back to the Boba Fett story in the next episode, and then doesn't show up to the, like the midnight hour in the last showdown of the last episode he's like i'm back With and the then Rogue, we don't Rogue's find out
0: alarm run.
1: sure but like but like we don't get to find out like i mean if you're gonna implement a yeah. whole episode of mando and then not bring it back to the last moment to save the day i'm like come on <laughs> like it's just like i love this episode i love this episode but, like, let's not deviate because we're, like, we're selling in the show. It's like, you don't need to sell the show. We're going to watch it.
0: <laughs> this episode was uh, season two, Stranger Things, when Eleven goes off and finds her sister.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's what this that's what this episode was. It takes place during the events of the previous yeah. episode, but it's yeah. about a different character. Uh, but fans definitely prefer this one to that one. The thing, yeah. The thing that you were talking about, though, that I love about all the book of Boba Fett is, is when they, t- when, when like Favreau is telling these stories every week, he doesn't give a damn. He's like, I'm going to take my mm-hmm. time I'm gonna give these little details. Yep. It, like these details are, there's, uh, there, I think there's a, like Filoni, there's a reason for for space whales. I think there's a reason for everything that we see and that we do. And you yeah. might not get it right away. And you might be like, Dude, this is boring. It's slack. but it's like, no, no, the deep. The details are the story. That is what yeah. makes this, that's what fills this out. This isn't pew, pew, pew. This is, a, a, you know, this is an epic journey that we're on, on a smaller scale on, on television, obviously. But that's that's what I've loved about The Mandalorian did that, only it did it a little bit uh faster. And I said last week, the one thing that this show, I think, was stronger at than The Mandalorian Season 2 was just Mandalorian just and he did that in this episode where he's like, "I'm here now. I gotta go." Like that's like his shtick. He's like, "I'm here. I gotta take off." And and so he did that. And that's I just love that they don't they don't care, right? They're like they yeah. fan service all they want. They please as well fan service. and then they take their time. They add the details. They expand the lore. They bring in legend stuff. They bring in prequel, original, sequel, everything that we love about Star Wars. They bring in, and they're doing it on their own time with the with their own story. And uh, that's something that I've appreciated a lot watching. And I think it was underappreciated as well.
1: I just... The only complaint I have about this is, like, there wasn't Boba Fett. Like, it was a good episode. Don't get me wrong. Like, I just... I actually just watched episode three and four with Reham because she hadn't caught up yet. And I was like, hey, do you want to watch the new <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I just re-watched those episodes and... You literally, they're like, there's a war coming. I need an army. I need a, a tribe. I need this. So we're like, yeah, Mando's going to help him. That's great. But like, this is what I mean. Like, it's like, if we go back to that and he's yeah. still collecting an army, it just seems like like it's, it's like Love him returning to Moss Eisley and Pelimoto, this Jawa dating, and just, uh, I, that was a, was it a Womp Rat that got hurt? I think there's a Womp Rat in, yeah, in, uh, um, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: in, uh, Beggar's Canyon. I was thinking about this in Beggar's yeah. Canyon, and like, we've seen it so many times now. Like, they should have an episode. No, they should have an episode where you get to see in those, like, little buildings there. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, like, people living in Beggar's Canyon. Um, but uh, I love that it was great. But it's just like if we go back and we're like, I right, need an army. I'm like,
0: oh. yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I agree. there's only two episodes left. There's, so there's seven episodes. I thought it was eight, but there's only seven. Ep- I know, right? And then we gotta <laughs> wait until then. We got Bad Batch, and then Obi Wan Kenobi. Who knows? And then Andor yeah. is in like July. Um, I so. look w- watching. I don't. I, I want to bring up. Uh, Heidi says she can't see this. Uh. Uh, Book of Boa Fett doesn't have a second season. She can't see the storyline being finished in two episodes. Oh, yeah. I can. I watched a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation growing up, and they always, you know, f- the last four minutes of that show, they had it all figured out and then they could do that on this. I'm with you, though, Brock. You you can't just, like, ignore the events of this. Like, just ignore the Mandalorian and not have him show up right away. It was weird. I thought it, I thought it was weird that they kind of, like, shipped him off at the end. Although there is yeah. his MO, like I just said. And I will say... Uh, for a show called The Book of Boba Fett, not having Boba Fett, it didn't strike me at all. Except for the fact that I, I, there was a point when, when what is uh, Amy Sedaris's character name? Who is now the face of Star Wars?
1: <laughs> Pelimoto.
0: Yeah, Pelimoto. When she was talking about like the pikes and all that, like she even said it. It's whatever. So she sets yeah. it up, and I was like, Oh, is she going to mention Boba Fett? And he's going to be like Boba Fett. And I thought that's how they were going to get him there. Because I, I kind of thought it was going to be like an episode of Mando where she's like, I'll fix your ship. You go off and uh, do something. And he was going to walk off and do something. But that obviously didn't happen. I thought, you know, Fennec obviously went, but but Fennec and Boba could have gone easily um, to, to do it. But maybe, you know what, maybe maybe they just couldn't afford to pay uh, Tomorrow Morrison uh, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't have the, they didn't have the Disney money for Chapter 5.
1: Fennec showed up, which is great. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Now we're seeing it where it's connecting. It but, like, but like, but like, <laughs> all I thought when she was like jumping down on the thing, like on in the shot, I'm like, oh, poor Migna, they made her jump. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and yeah, straight up like that Naboo starfighter, it's great. Uh, I was just like, yeah, perfect. And like, he's like, why? Where's the droid section? He's like, oh, I figured it's not your style. I'm like. That's where Grogu will sit. <laughs> that's where
0: Grogu's totally going.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, like I love it. And it's it's like it gave us a, a little like working on that ship. I was like, I don't know if I like this, but then like he flies around, and they're like using all this slang, and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This is exactly like it's it's nice to watch this. Um but yeah, that's a bummer. There's only two more episodes. <laughs> like, why, Nick? Make so many of these episodes, just in the, but uh, don't look at me, yeah. I yeah, up,
0: and uh, yeah, kicking air is right. And hide, yes, Din John also said wizard, yeah. Five years were mentioned, wizard was mentioned. We saw the pod racing course that they do the pod, yeah. Ra- I was just like watching this episode, I'm like, what is happening right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm, I just uh, I was uh. Uh, overblown with joy from prequel joy because it was so ignored for so long. And it's like, Oh, oh I'm so happy. Cause I like all that stuff. And it's not the picture. I can't get enough pit droids either. Right. But every time I see a pit droid and I don't know if anyone in the chat would remember this, I don't even know if you would, bro. but when the, the Phantom Menace came out, there was the, was it Pepsi or Doritos? There was like a commercial and there was kids in the theater and, and a pit droid showed up in the theater and it was causing problems and little Anakin said, "Hit the nose," and the kid smells <laughs> in the theater. And all I ever think of when I see the roids is hit the nose. That's <laughs> <hard> to... <laughs> And that stupid commercial, not the movie that he says it in, the commercial where they're watching the movie in the theater. That's all I could think of. Oh, we yeah. Do you want to talk a little about um, Amy Sedaris and her Jawa loving?
1: <laughs> Who saw that?
0: <laughs> Who saw that coming? <laughs>
1: Hands down, she pitched that idea. Like it just,
0: <laughs> she like does.
1: She speaks Jawaese at one point. I'm like,
0: oh my god, yes. <laughs> like,
1: if they were to actually attempt a, a holiday special, as like the host, or at least a recurring character, like she would be the B Arthur in the the modern day, like putting her in as many things as possible. They're just like, ugh. she's like, she has that vibe of like the, the host you would watch when you're watching Saturday night or Saturday morning, uh, cartoons where there's like a, and we're up to these hijinks, but here's like recess. or like Here's safe by the bell. Like that shit. Like it's perfect. Like, I don't know. I was like, I was just about to say, it's like, she's never left that one set, but she has, she was in the one bar set and, uh, second season but like they're like we built a set for you and this is where you're gonna be at all times <laughs> here's a wig <laughs> um no i mean it's yeah you're stupid not to put this character in. she is hondo basically she's hondo like she's the female hondo like i'm not saying she should replace hondo but like it's the same character like yeah. it's great it's fantastic it's fantastic what right she,
0: what if she fell in love with hondo
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Belly? Belly? Belly mono? Oh my gosh. Like who is oh, the who girl. like like I know it's like Stan Lee, but it's like she's like the rec- she should be the recurring character in all these shows. <laughs> uh but um yeah, I loved it. Uh I love how they're setting up like Din's gonna have to go to the remnants of Mandalore, Concordon, whatever, mm-hmm. and to, to get back on the season three must be a, wrapped a lot around that. And then like he's gonna go see Grogu again. So what where are we It's awesome.
0: All right, the question is so he he's gonna help Boba Fett because he said I'm gonna help him free of charge, but I gotta yeah. do something first, which is kind of weird. My thought is season three is going to be him going to find the remnants and all that stuff, but I it's almost like will he have he might have Grogu by then he might have Grogu the next time we see him. Yeah. Now the, the, the only thing is, well, you know, no, I shouldn't say that. he might have Grogu the next time we see him, and then the Mandalorian season three might start with this this episode that we're not going to see now of him getting Grogu back from Luke. There is uh, reports going around. Our good friends over at the Denim Nerds, uh, Josh said a few months ago that he heard that Luke Skywalker was going to be in the book of Boba Fett. Um, I don't know how true that is, but it's this is now ramping up. But after this week's episode, if he does get Grogu back in the book of Boba Fett, there's a high chance that Luke Skywalker might be in it. Brock, do you think Luke Skywalker might come in and help? So, well, wait, uh, so I'm gonna, be,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow this wide open. And he, he was in this episode. He was because I like to do my sleuthing in the credits and see who these characters are. And in the credits, with uh oh god, what's son Paul Sun's uh character? It's Carson Wolf, or no, Laser Wolf is is felony, but Carson, whatever is his character's name, he's the X Wing pilot, but his like partner that like the, the rookie. I looked him up. I'm like, his name, I'm like, I don't know who this is, but because like the episode just came out, he's not his IMDB is not updated. He's in Mandalorian and it says stand in for technically. This is the guy that stood in the place of where they would see G Luke. So Luke was in the episode. Myth busted. Who did he
0: you you cut out on my on my end. Who did oh, he
1: play? Awesome. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, he's in Mandalorian season two as Jedi stand-in. As so as Luke. Yeah. So he is Luke. But who was No, Lusson.
0: who was he in, in? In? who was? Oh, he, he did, no, his,
1: it, it, he had some random character name. Like I was just curious who it was. Like his name okay. sounded familiar. So yeah, that's so, Luke, cool. so he
0: played Luke Skywalker.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I mean I don't know like. I kind of am down for it, but I'm also not. I don't know. I don't know how far we want to go around. We have that in every Tell of the odds coming up. We will get into it. There were so yeah. many moments in this, like you said, melting down the, the metal, uh, the space cruiser, that weird like space station that he was on was so wicked. That like Halo, yeah. Elysium, space <laughs> station was phenomenal. Baby Greedo. He, Favreau's like, just put it in a baby Greedo. People will love it. It was like the yep. bus scene in the Joker. Um. But being back with mando was a lot of fun he's he you know he kicks he kicks butt and i will i think one of my favorite things was watching him struggle with the dark saber, cutting himself finding it heavy um because that's something that uh mark hamill always said that george lucas said when they did um the originals that it was supposed to be super heavy right it was like excalibur this really heavy weapon and yeah it kind of went i mean the they went away from that, obviously, with the prequels and the sequels. They all they were like, ah, no, 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 no Jedi. But I like the armor. I mean, it's almost like they made an explanation for that with the armor, saying you're you're working against the the weapon not with the weapon, right? You gotta, you guys. So she almost, they almost justified why it was so heavy for the Mandalorian, but not for like a a trained Jedi. Which, like, I love, I love that. I love those little the little touches that. Yeah. If you're watching, it's just part of like this training process. But when you look at a big picture, it's like, oh, they're explaining why it's heavy for one person, but Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan can like, you know, yeah. yeah. And um, that was me. My uh, that's my lightsaber, spinning a lightsaber in my hand. Um, uh, mimic Brock. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a great, great episode. Yeah, great, great episode. So I just hope it. It just sits as a like here's a it, like it's like the Ahsoka episode in in Mandalore it or Mandalor like it's good but it's like here's a character now she's gone it's like uh... <laughs> I mean it still helped with the plot but like and this one will help with the plot but it's like I hate, I don't need them to set up the next show like don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. They, but enough not, people watching it. So, but like fantastic, loved it. I think the
0: thing is they're not setting up the next show. I think all of these shows are now just gonna be one bubble. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know what you're saying about setting up the show, and I feel the same way. However, I think also they're like, We're not setting up the show. This is part of this whole universe, and everything's taking place yeah. at the same time. And so they have this freedom to kind of do what they want. It'll be curious to see what they do with if they do that with Ahsoka. I don't think Obi-Wan or Andor will because they're so separate. But Ahsoka, um, there's a Bo-Katan one apparently rumored to be going on. Like if these all kind of make sense. Also, what did you think of the Bo-Katan reference? And they, they kind of yeah. mentioned Bo-Katan. And like it completely took that ending of Rebels and was like, well, yeah. this is that ending of Rebels actually screwed up everything. And it was like because we we had those questions watching season two, or even season one with all that, and now you find out it's because I, I just I love the way they went into it. They explained it. It made me go, oh man, Rebels just like this just went right into Rebels and made me kind of want to rewatch the those episodes again.
1: Yeah, no, it's I I like that's what I like about it. it's like this. You're not quite sure who's exactly right because you're you as much as you like the. Marie, like as Vizsla, you're like they're deathwashed. They're the villains in like they're kind of like it's like that's why I think I really engaged me about his interaction with them. It's like we are one now. It is the way we are three. You took your helmet off. you out. <laughs> my sword yeah. back. Like just like he's like he just he definitely showed you that he's better than you. Like <laughs> so it's like. Love that is like and you know there was that sort of lingering question at the end of season two of mandalorian where it's like what is what is Bo? she wants to rule but she needs that that dark saver. uh so it's like who? like uh, the mandalorian like mentality is is super interesting and engaging so it that's definitely the future so we're definitely gonna see we're, we're definitely going to mandalore i don't know it's it's interesting. So love it. Remember, it was a great episode. Remember we were
0: at, at Star Wars Celebration five, almost five years ago, we were there, if you yeah. can believe that. And we watched those Rebels, the Rebels. Did we watch two episodes? Whatever. We watched one or two episodes of Rebels for the final season, the first episode. And yeah. they were on Mandalore. Remember we were like, man, they're obsessed with Mandalore. Yeah. And I, I can only speak for me, but I was like, I wasn't really, I liked, I didn't really care. I was like, I'm hey, Mandalore or whatever now it's like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> there's so there's so much to explore with the mandalorians and that i think also gives them a freedom away from jedi Sith and star wars star wars and 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 now i understand that a lot a lot better and i just it's it's it's, it's almost feels like history right it's just it's there's so much yeah. there it's so intriguing and like you said there's death watch there's the Kree's, there's all these things, and it's just uh we're really seeing it kind of grow. And I'm curious if that's gonna go into Sabine and Ahsoka and uh and, and furthermore into the Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening, but
1: it should happen. Just make the show. <laughs> what do you because you know what we cool It had three of these shows all happening at the same time, and like like you said, it's like they're all one story, like. You like say like you got Mando on Tuesday, the uh, on Wednesday, Book of Boba Fett on Thursday or whatever, and they're all new episode each week, and it's basically the Arrowverse right where they're doing crossovers. But it's like you watch this episode and then you watch that episode, so they blend. But they're their own story, but then they work in like maybe Mando's talking to Boba at the beginning end of one episode and then. You just see both side of it. And then the next episode, Boba's hanging up on the, goodbye, Mando. Click, <laughs> let's go.
0: Let's do it. I love it. I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, we're going to go to the odds. But before we get to the odds, rock, we have to check in on our good friend, Darth Ward, who went to, um, he, he was in LA over the weekend and he visited the scum and villainy cantina um i guess it's not a pop-up i think it's just a permanent spot no it's That's a real place but he went he, it's, a, it's a real place he went twice he went saturday and sunday sunday was his birthday he took himself there for his birthday and he wanted to talk to all of our listeners about it so brock i'm going to head over to darth war to talk about it and we'll come out on the odds right after okay
2: here he is Rebel Scum podcast listeners, it is your boy here, Darth Ward, aka Rob McDonald, here uh, in Los Angeles. I mean, as you might have heard, um, maybe uh, I've been spending some time in Los Angeles over the past couple days. Uh, I'm heading off to work to in Beijing tomorrow, Uh, but uh, luckily I got to spend a couple days here, including today, the 23rd, which is my birthday. Um, And uh, yeah, part of the reason why I'm doing this video is actually because. This, during my time here in uh, Los Angeles, I got to visit a certain place called the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Uh, if you guys have heard of it, um, it, w- it is a uh, great bar, Star Wars themed bar, but, m- but also like just nerd themed bar. So not even just Star Wars. The look of it is Star Wars, but there's a lot of nerd, uh, really great stuff uh, at this bar. Um, it is owned by JC, um, I'm misremembering his last name right now, but, uh, I never got to meet him when I was there, but I chatted with him through Facebook a little bit. He's a great guy. Um, he was very, uh, very understanding and stuff like that. In fact, gave me a lot of good, uh, information, which, uh, led me to actually buying this thing right there. Um, as you can see right there, it does look a lot like a Beskar plate from the Mandalorian, However, it is engraved with the Scum and Cantina logo there. I don't know if you can see that quite there quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, it was a great little keepsake that I managed to get through it all. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I really liked the bar. Uh, it looked great. Um, it had a lot of really cool uh, uh, nerd-themed drinks. Uh, I went there yesterday, and that's when I got the blue milk and then uh today i went back again and i had the uh two sons uh drink as well two sons no i think it's called twin sons uh tucson i believe is a city in arizona um but regardless uh they're both very good very good drinks uh as well uh hats off to jc uh over there with that um so yeah uh villainy cantina a great nerd themed bar um and uh, very much looks like the cantina from Star Wars. Uh, no, uh, no real relation. If uh, JC is watching, possibly, but uh, yeah, it's it was uh, it was a great time. And if you have not been there before, I highly recommend it. It was uh, it was really fun to be there, uh, especially with the music. They got a lot of a lot of cool music that you're there for if you're there for long enough. Not just Star Wars related. And uh, if you're there, going to the bathrooms over there all i will say is that if you go to the men's bathroom the men's bathroom could look like a certain object from doctor who so if you're a doctor who fan that's an extra bonus there for you so anyway uh that's me uh here i had a great uh birthday here on that and then uh yeah uh, off to work tomorrow heading off to Beijing. on a very long fight flight regardless but uh you know, uh, this was a nice little reprieve before uh, the chaos starts uh, um, the next couple days. So anyway, uh, love you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to do more videos with uh, Brock and James um, on the Rebel Scum podcast. So look for that. Um, unfortunately, one of the problems about going to Beijing is I will not be able to watch uh, the end of Boba Fett. So the next time I will be able to watch Boba Fett will probably be when I come back from beijing which will be in late february so the show will be done by then um maybe what you guys will see is an entire video with me talking about the entire show at that point it'll be late i'm sure because yeah once again like i said the show will be done by then but regardless thank you guys for watching this this is a long-winded type of thing uh if it's just you guys patrons i love you guys but if you guys are but if uh the entire rebel scum podcast uh on uh, network is watching. Uh, thank you guys. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you guys down the road. The ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell
1: me the odds. Well, you're muted. Glad to hear that Rob knows to go into the right bathroom. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I will
0: say. You know what, he also uh, didn't know this, obviously, but he watched in Beijing, he did see chapter five of the book of Boba Fett. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Well, I said, I said, you're going to poop yourself when you see it. And he said, I did see it. And I said, well, there you go. Brock, I got to show you something right now.
1: Yeah. Zoom. There it is. I'm going to
0: paint it silver. (laughs)
1: Look.
0: Bew, pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew,
1: pew, Never Tell Me The Odds brought to you by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. We make a pod. You're watching it. You are experiencing it. We greatly appreciate people that appreciate us. And if you really want to appreciate us, why don't you go down to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and support us in any way you can. That would be the best. You get content. You get things. I don't know. I don't subscribe, so I don't get any of it. So why don't you go check it out and find out for yourself? The most important part is when you become one of our patrons, we say your name every episode. Say my name like Destiny's Child said. Yeah, Destiny's Child. Then we'll get to say their names every episode. Those people are Heidi Fetter, Executive Producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Scott D., Josh Price, Matt W.,
0: Rez, <laughs> Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Dear Raven Spencer, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and the Dana Nance. The Nance. Never tell me the odds. Yeah, and go over to the Scum and Villainy Cantina if you can, and get yourself some Beskar, and then you can melt it down and make indestructible armor with it. I never tell me the odds. Our first dive, Luke Skywalker will rescue Tatooine from the Pikes. Brock, your deep dive Sherlock Holmes tells you that Luke was in this episode, (laughs) so he's already there.
1: (laughs) Ha! His lower body was there boom um no five percent that just ruins the entire story (laughs) up until now we didn't need we didn't have anything really jedi uh
0: well i mean we still yeah i mean well the dark saber is just like a a weapon right now it's not even like a lightsaber Yeah. It is, but it's not because he did. No one can wield it yet. It's yes. <laughs> like, oh god, uh, which tells you one thing though. Moff Gideon was a kick ass fighter, like, he held that thing with class. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go 11, I'm gonna go a little bit higher than you just to be different. 11, what do you guys think in the chat? Zero, probably a zero. Our next uh the series will end with Mando leaving for the adventure that kicks off season three of The Mandalorian. Is he gonna be like, okay. I got to go. My show starts. And then he's going to leave. And wherever he's leaving is going to be.
1: It sounds Alexa like just... Alexa
0: woke up. Yeah, she's just like, um, I don't know that. Uh, anyway, do you never tell me the odds that this series will end with Mando leaving for his adventures in season three.
1: Uh, 75%. I have a feeling like whatever happens in the beginning of season three for them is happening in tandem with uh, Boba, Fett and then he comes back. So I kind of don't want that to happen, but I feel like that's gonna happen. So yeah,
0: yeah, I'm gonna go full Brock. I gotta go full Brock on it because I don't know. All right, now Brock, we got to interject here side Akbar, Pauline could Moth have been trained by a former Jedi. Ooh. Oh, and then Heidi Maybe. has to one-up Pauline or Sith. Yeah. Sith would make sense. I mean, obviously he was around Vader and uh, P. Um, I like that idea. That's not a bad idea. Prequel series. Let's do it. Johnny Favs. Prequel series. Vince Vaughn as Moff Gideon. Let's go. Um, I'm going to Brock. And our final odd the season will end on a cliffhanger.
1: um my answer is and then my camera goes black and then it's cliffhanger um
0: you're still there you're still there
1: <laughs> full brock i don't know <laughs> sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we don't know we haven't seen it we'll talk to you in two weeks we'll come yeah. back here we can reconvene. i can't believe it's,
1: uh, it's like what
0: like lazy man like why do you only write seven episodes this is just to me this is nonsense but anyway i'm gonna go 73.12457 percent. i don't actually think it will mandalorian season one didn't um but this one i I, we haven't heard if there'll be a second season twitter would be very happy if there was not and i would be very happy if twitter imploded as well um i'm reading that but that is a personal message uh, so I'm going to go... Did I give a number here?
1: 73%. Boom.
0: Fight me. I don't know. How do I know? What, what do I know? Brock, you got the news or what?
1: I got the news.
0: <laughs> the news? You need right now. All right. You so, got the news. Alright, here we go. Then it's time for a news. da 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 Da, da,
1: da, 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 da. Boom! Here I am. Not hollow news. News you need to know right now. EA is back at it again. Star Wars gamers get ready for new galaxy and genre-spanning adventures because Electronic Arts and Lucasfilm Games announced this week that they will join forces again for three new Star Wars titles in the Star Wars Jedi franchise, a strategy game, and a first-person shooter all currently in development from Respawn Entertainment. Shepherding the next installment in this Star Wars Jedi story is game director Stig Asmussen of Respawn. Peter Hirschman, game director, who has a long and accomplished history with Star Wars, leads the development of Respawn's Star Wars first-person shooter. A new studio held by games industry veteran Greg For- Forks will create the new Star Wars strategy game, developed collaboration between Respawn and BitReactor. Respawn will produce a new Star Wars strategy game, while BitReactor leads development of the title. In other news, Anthony Daniels, back at it again. Most recently, it appears that Dan- Daniels is set to return as the fastidious protocol droid once more as the actor took to Instagram to share a behind-the-scenes photo of himself in full motion capture gear. He captioned the photo with the comment, Fuck dude, that fits. Daniels also tagged the London-based film studio Ealing Studios. Exactly which project Daniels is set up to appear in is not exactly clear at this point in time, but fans have been sent in a frenzy of speculations, predicting his appearance in everything from the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series to Andor soap in season three. Others have taken his use of motion capture to instead hint at his involvement in a video game instead. Other fans have also pointed the previously announced Star Wars A Droid Story, a future project that was first announced in December 2020 and will introduce an audience to a new hero guided by a legendary duo, R2-D2, and C-3PO. And our final story, it's Valentine's Day coming up, so you know you're going to want to get your sweetie a new Funko. They were putting out a set including four entirely red and pink figures of some of the most beloved Star Wars characters, Ahsoka, Grogu, Luke, and the Mandalorian. And and as if the figures' saturated romantic hues weren't enough to make them perfect for the holiday, each character is also holding a different Valentine's Day-themed object. The Ahsoka figure is holding a heart-shaped gift box complete with a bow. The Grogu figure is munching on a heart-shaped cookie and has a considerable amount of crumbs scattered on his clothes and face. The Mandalorian figure is holding up a love letter stamped with a heart, which is charmingly because the Mandalorian is calculating stoic and somewhat ruthless personality type. And the Luke figure has his hands full since he's simultaneously holding up both a heart-shaped garland and Grogu. Uh, the Funko set will will cost you about four hundred eight or four forty eight dollars, um, and will be available soon. So check out Funko's website or wherever you buy Funkos. And this has been your Hollow News.
0: Boom. I had to take some time there. Yeah. A, I, I had the, the wrong graphic up the whole time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, episode 239 is with us. We are doing this thing right now called the Top 5 Brock. Top 5. Vermont Mike has a feeling that uh, he is late. You are. We're wrapping up. <laughs> top 5. Let us know your top 5s in the comments below or in the live chat to my left. All right, here we go. Uh, top five people we think would make good leaders for Mandalore. Who is going to take that dark saber and lead Mandalore? Brock, my number five, Amy Sedaris.
1: I was almost going to say that, but I'm going to say her male counterpart, Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> of course,
0: Hondo. Of course why not my internet just crapped out by the way so i'm oh yeah yeah. number five was hondo my number four is is uh the Armorer. i don't think she would be good but i would be down for a show Mm. where the armor like ruins mandalore (laughs) being like crazy (laughs) so i'm all i'm all in i'm all in
1: i'm gonna go number four paz vizsla because i don't know if there's any other Vizlas around so
0: we got in the in the chat. We have um, Heidi says Grogu uh, and Pauline saying Bosk Brock Bosk. My number three, Boba Fett. Maybe the whole point of this show is to show him becoming <laughs> a great leader, so he can lead the Mandalorians to um, awesomeness once again.
1: Number three, I'm gonna go. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh... Oh, gosh. What's her name from Rebels?
0: Sabine Wren.
1: Sabine Wren. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Yes, the armor is a cult, but she has a cool mask. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all in on that one. Give me a cool mask. I mean, uh, Mike. Okay, my number uh, two is uh, Fennec Shand. Someone else with a cool <laughs> helmet fennec shand i don't know but like a cyborg running something like leading a whole nation i'm down with it let's do it fennec <laughs> shand number two
1: my number two is gonna be the armor because she seems to know everything and i'm like no okay
0: <laughs> and she's a cult leader yeah mandalorian did you remove your mask this is the way <laughs> Uh, and number one is a tag team, Mando and Grogu. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Rez, Mr. Wait, Mr. Rez and I, both said Mace Windu at the same time. That <laughs> <laughs> should be like the ultimate screw you to, uh, to Boba Fett. But my name, Mando and Grogu tag teaming to bring Mandalore back to the forefront and return it to its glory.
1: I'm gonna go uh, Bo-Katan because she seems to be the one that wants it and isn't crazy. So I'm like, sure, here you go, take it.
0: Uh, maybe. Oh, what if? What if uh, the armor is Omega? Says Heidi. <laughs> Mace Windu is. Like, I like that. I I, I like that. Rez Res put Mace and then followed it up with Windu, like we thought it was gonna be Mace the rapper from like the yeah. late '90s. Like we were gonna get that confused but I thank you for that one. Um, and and 2 2 is saying that uh, Mace is a live. But yeah, what if the armor is Omega, Brock?
1: Well, I've said before, like Omega in this any live action would be super fun, so like, why not? <laughs> it's like, here's a anyway. it doesn't even have to be a child because they would be aged at this point, so
0: going to be the same age as boba fett i'm just um i i just struggle with the accent <laughs> Different yeah. voice like why would you give omega that heavy accent if you're not going to give it to the armor if the armor is ends up being omega well you know we've seen crazier things happen in star wars um and if mace Wind is alive Zen wass is alive <laughs>
1: No, it is. It's Sindel. It's Sindel from the Ewok movies.
0: I, I still wish that uh, Captain Phasma was Sindel. That like I don't like. I kind of feel like if Favreau and Filoni had well, Favro, I think Felony had the chance though that he would totally write that in because it doesn't make a difference yeah. to the movies. Like it wouldn't affect the sequels at all. But you're just like, oh, by the way, this character's from the Ewok. Oh yeah, I'm all in <laughs> on it. Um. Anyway, anything else you want to say?
1: Um. Nope. The uh, hooray! Watch Mandalore or man. I keep, I keep. like going back and forth. Mandalorian, Boba Fett moment. <laughs> like, Uh, watch a uh, book of Boba Fett. You. Yeah, it was. They're great. the um, same show. Rewatch it. I rewatched episode four and realized he has eyebrows again at the, by the end of it. I'm like, oh, cool. I did not click on that one. <laughs> details.
0: <laughs> the devil is in the details. Um, but that's, I think, what if Omega was faster? Okay, we're going to leave on that note, Pauline. Thank you, everybody, for watching and talking and chatting along and everybody that's been watching. Now, don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe. It, uh, I think it helps us out. I don't know. I've stopped paying attention. Uh, we just appreciate the time that you guys spend with us, and it's always a good time when we do these. It's fun. We can only do, we can only do these book of both, uh, recap two more times, though, which is kind of sad. So, But we'll see you guys later. Episode 239 in the books. He's Brock. I'm James. And he was always scum.
1: Rebel
0: Scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.